Look at us. We're on video now. We've got video. It took us a long time. We had to troubleshoot this. It did. It took us a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm just going to now just shut. I'm just going to sh- I'm just going to put the fucking mic away. I'm going to put the mic away and shut the fuck up since all your people hated me so much. They were they were angry. They're like, they, uh, they, they want to know you, I guess. They don't get to. I've got to keep up that, uh, that wall between me that's, and them. Yeah, that's what I like. It, well, what was funny to me is we have always, I've always read a lot of complaints from the people that listen to our stuff. That's like, dude, the interviews are boring, just bullshit. And it's like, you do that. And it's like, why didn't you just interview him? <laughs> dude, fuck. I don't know. You didn't don't have know a topic. One. It's terrible. That was, uh, that was a good exercise. I haven't been fucking it burned was. down. I, I haven't been burned down like that in a while. I mean, you know, you can never do anything right on the internet. I'll tell you that much. If you're making everybody happy, it's probably because you're plain and boring. So you, know, you got to well, be a little bit I'm controversial. Saying. It seems like you, you are a seasoned veteran when it comes to having people argue in your comment section. Oh my God. So uh, let, let me tell you about this. So I, um, God, I posted a picture of an FAL with um, Rhodesian paint on it, like a Rhodesian camo paint job. Very, it's an attractive paint job. Um, so anyhow, this um, like hard left, I, I don't know who they are exactly, this hard left uh, group found the picture. And uh, apparently there was like hundreds of replies of these guys saying what a garbage human being I was for being a racist Nazi and stuff. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I didn't care much. And they said they're going to contact my chain of command. It was great. So, you know, <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's a good time. And then um, the very next day, Travis Haley posted a picture of him um, uh, spray painting over a swastika with a heart. And I was like, ah, so I, I sent a heart emoji on his comments. That started a 400 comment argument on why I was a socialist communist who hated white people. So within 24 hours, I was called a uh, con- uh, what's, uh, white supremacist and a uh, communist who hated white people. It was pretty good. I feel like there's a, a merit badge you earn on the internet for <laughs> doing you got that or them, something. You got them in the full loop. You like, like that is everybody just, hates me. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm a communist white hating Nazi white supremacist. That so I hate sense. everything. I hate everybody sense. equally. I think, I think that's a pretty good pedigree to be. but no the internet is crazy the amount of mental gymnastics required to justify that um is pretty uh pretty body bending i don't think it's actually something that that works you know well is it is is it just you don't you've never really done podcasts like are these people just so hungry to like know what you ate when you were a child like what what is it have you kept the mystery like (laughs) well you know funny enough those weren't from podcasts that was just my instagram posts i'm just a lightning rod of autism i guess or something i'm sure people are gonna get mad about that comment too (laughs) they just they just want to know they i guess they want to know you there was a lot of you know you learned i gotta know about the flannel daddy okay you know they just want to know. I don't, you know, the, the biggest thing I get is that, you know, what, 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 you know, what's my education and that type of thing. Actually, 
I went to med school. Did you know that? I know that because of the comments. There was one guy that was like, why don't we address the fact that he went to med school? I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. <laughs> it's like there's some great secret out there. I have like yeah. videos on my channel from med school still. So jokes on you, loser. But um, yeah, you know, I actually, I uh, did undergrad as pre-med, went to med school and surprise, surprise, I found out I absolutely hated medicine. I, I, I mean, I would too. I could, you, I could sit through no, that. No, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't do it. The problem was, is, you know, I, I got to actually, you know, where you're, you're with your physician and you're seeing patients and it was, uh, you know, first patient you'd see, and you're, you're excited. And it's like, Hey, I have a stuffy nose and you know, I'm really miserable. Like, cool. You know, it's a, it's a cold. And it's like, okay, can I get anything for it? You're like, nah, next patient. It's like, hey, uh, I've got a stuffy nose and I feel pretty miserable. You're like, okay, that's that's also a cold. And then the next patient, I've got a stuffy nose. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, how long did it pay, take you to pay off your loans? And the doctor was like, you know, my loans still aren't paid off. And I was like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Dude, medicine, is, medicine, dude, I have a lot of respect for people who stick with medicine because it eats people alive, man. That profession eats people alive. There's just so many levels of bullshit that you're dealing with. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, dude. No, not at all. I mean, you're uh, also too. You're dealing with dipshit people a lot, like that are <laughs> that want to argue with you or yell at you yeah. or blame you. Because I hear I hear that a lot from my. I got a f- friends that are doctors here in town and sh- stuff like that, and they're like, really, like it's the the thing that makes it miserable that, that they've said is like dealing with people that just don't listen or you're telling them exactly what's wrong with them. They're like, no, no, I read on, I read on WebMD. Dude, WebMD. Yeah. WebMD. Yeah. It's like, Hey, by all means Dude. go for it. Like, it, it's just, I, I couldn't mean, be cool that long, you know, I couldn't, I, you know, and, and it was like, do that or I could make videos on guns and yeah. shoot guns it's all week and, and film and just do that. And that sounded way way better yeah. to me. I'm, I'm glad you <laughs> made that. It was, I think I'm glad too. It was a, it was a hard choice, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine this though. Could you imagine if you were like doctoring on a YouTube channel, like the comments would be fire. Like oh, I would God. love to just see normal people argue with you about medical practices. <laughs> you know, somebody, I, I, I made a post once about, um, you know, so obviously I'm not a doctor. I do have my degree in biology and immunology still. And I had this, I, I made a comment on something, something about antibiotics or something. And some guy, um, commented, he's like, Hey, why don't you sit to shit? You know, the fuck about like guns and stuff and shut the fuck up about this. And I was like, well, I mean, I did get my degree in biology and immunology, but you know, so you have a degree yeah. in immunology, anti-vaxxers yeah, yeah, well, or against. Ooh, ooh. Well, you know, Whew. So that's <laughs> hit you with the hard let's, questions now. Let's, oh shit, we're dude, we're playing hardball now. Okay, let's let's talk about it. So I am all for your the ability of a uh, individual to choose because I think that freedom is, is comes along with America. You know, you should be able to choose. Now, on the flip side, my training in science and medicine clearly shows that herd immunity is a really important thing and that for the most part vaccines have been shown to be fairly safe. Now I know people are going to hop in here with, with, 
with all the evidence. So I guess my, my answer to that is people can choose because that's the great thing about this country. So here's, I, here's my it, question. It, and, and from your expertise, me. you're going to, you're going to be able to answer this is because I, I genuinely I, to be clear. I quit med school. So I'm, I genuinely don't know. Like, okay. the, because the, the fear in the vaccinated side is, I don't want your kid around my kids at school because your kids are unvaccinated. But yes. if my kids are vaccinated, then who the fuck cares where their kid gets, right? Is that, or is there, or if their kid gets it, does my kid still get it even though they're vaccinated? I'm, this is a conundrum. <laughs> this is a conundrum, right? So if you have a, so against like the big three, like MMR, mumps, uh, measles, dude, I can't even talk right. Measles, uh, rubella, rubella, all the, all, the, all that type of stuff. It was for the most part wiped out when um, when vaccinations were high, but um, since we don't have as many people vaccinating, and we have, um, you know, the thing about the United States is you it is a, a mixing, you know, pool of various people from other countries as they immigrate in, as they come to live, as they work on work visas. And we have people who then are not vaccinated. So the problem is is that we've had explosions of these previously um, gotten rid of. Uh, you know, ailments that that are now coming out. So, yeah, the general opinion is is if your kid is not vaccinated, but everybody else's is, that you're going to be fine. The problem is, is it's not just the population of the United States that you have to worry about. Well, no, my my whole point with this is because there there is a there is a war between vaxxers and anti-vaxxers like cool, anytime yeah. that topic comes up, people start fighting horribly. So, I'm just saying how, where is my justification as a vaxxer to be angry at someone that has chosen not to? You know, and see, this is a question for a more qualified individual. I'm the first person who's going to back away and say, dude, if I don't have enough information, I'm not going to bullshit. Yeah. And that, that comes out of, that comes enough away from my expertise where I wouldn't feel comfortable making a statement on it because if you don't know, you don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, I remember there was, it was actually when I was a, a schoolhouse instructor, there was yeah. something that they were forcing us to get that they were like, oh, we don't know much about it. I'm like, well, then fuck, I don't want it. Like, Japanese encephalitis. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, just, uh, you sure about this? <laughs> well, think, think about like the smallpox vaccine. You still get yeah. it in the military, you yeah. know, and, and that is something that is almost completely, utterly eradicated. And you get it because you go to other countries, of course. But, dude, vaccination is a is a whole fucking can of worms. Like, good God, look at look <laughs> at us. They 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 show up at my doorstep with pitchforks and 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 freaking torches about hearing all about you and here you and I are just bullshitting again, talking bullshitting about that. again, yeah. talking about yeah, vaccine. Sorry, sorry, guys, we we're having fun. <laughs> sorry, we're having fun. No fun allowed. Like, okay. So then the sand. what, what was it? What did, what did you eat growing up as a kid? What did you, Ooh, yeah. did, did you like Stussy? <laughs> uh, dude. Okay. First off, I put Stussy on everything. That was like, that was our thing. That was, that was the older, <laughs> the older kids did it. You know, so funny enough, I mean, if we're going to talk about childhood, let's do it. Um, my sister, um, at the time that I was growing up, so my, my brother and sister are both much older than me. They're about uh, 13 and 15 years older than me. So there was I a mean, huge age gap. Yeah, huge. I was out of control. I thought, child. Well, dude, let me tell you. So um, <laughs> <laughs> they, my sister uh, had uh, 
was uh, had a bunch of eating disorders, she, she, anorexia and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, when they went to the therapist, the thought was at the time that my mom was being too controlling on food. So when I was growing up, my mom was like, just eat whatever the fuck you want. And dude, being like a seven-year-old child, I was like, yeah, I want cereal just all day, every day. So, I mean, I guess you could say that I'm built entirely upon Frosted Flakes, and that was that, your, was that your cereal choice. That that was my jam. It, like I, I would just sit there with a big bowl and vibe, you know. Bro, you know what was like it, because it's you know the time frame that we grew up in. It seemed like there there were very like I don't know just habits that were formed that you didn't know. Like my mom bought like the same three types of cereal all the time. I never yeah. bothered to ask for anything, but when you went to somebody else's house. And you oh, saw dude. what they had. You're like, you're oh, life has turned upside down, dude. You got smacks. I'm have I'm eating all of them. <laughs> like you know, when the first time you go over there, you got Lucky Charms. You're like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, because yeah, I think our household was like strictly corn pops. Ooh, uh, honey okay. I mean, that's cheer- not that. That's honey. Okay, honey nut yeah, Cheerios, Cheerios slap. Yeah. You, you, honey Nut Cheerios, like we always had a steady supply of, like it was, yeah, that was kind of like, that was like the rice of the cereal. <laughs> like uh, that, we got plenty of rice. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, okay. What was the third one? And the third one was, it, it was Corn Pops, Honey Nut Cheerios and fuck, I just had it. I forgot now. Um, uh, no, it was Fruit Loops. Okay. Yeah. Dude, those are solid. But the biggest question is what percentage of milk did you, did you, you know, two, drink. 2%. Yeah. That's a solid choice. You know, yeah. it's like, right. In the, it's like a real safe choice right in the middle. It's not like whole, you know, like, you know, but you're not skim because skim, like, you know, skim is just yeah. not a choice. Yeah. That's it. That's another weird one. Weird one. Have you had a, have you had raw milk before? No. Yeah. It's really, it's like real thick and creamy, well, like thick with three, three C's. Yeah, I'm definitely like lactose intolerant, but I just like, I just muscle my way through it. I don't give a shit. So I respect uh, that. So like you just have like horrible, like intestinal pains and yeah, if I, if I do, do hard, like hard dairy, you know, just, just some hard dairy. What's hard dairy? Like, is it, is this like, like what's hard dairy? I want to like, you know, just going like extra cheese and stuff like that. Like hard dairy. Yeah. Yeah. So like for a while as a kid, I, Cheese is like the gateway dairy. I drank mocha mix or some weird non-milk bullshit. I don't remember. Ooh, it was gross. Ooh, gross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some strange things that you ate when when you're a child. Like, uh, uh, are gushers even around anymore? Yeah, yeah. My no kids way. are all about the gushers. Dude, do you do you crush them? Like, how no, many do you no, eat? I'm I'm not a sweets person at all. Like, I don't really? do cake. Okay. I don't do donuts. I don't do I don't do desserts. I don't do ice cream. Like, what is your vice? Uh, Alcohol. Far, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was gonna go. What level are we talking about here? <laughs> like, how how deep are we going? What's the level of classification? What, of this, what uh, year were you podcast? born? Hmm. I was born in 1986. Okay, so you're uh, one year younger than me. Okay, you're this, 85. 85. So this is this is going to go okay. into a theory. I love talking about this, by the way, and I really okay, get I'm it. ready. Um, I believe firmly mm-hmm. that yeah. you and I grew Ooh, up yeah. in the best generation of network television ever to ex- that will ever exist. 
Oh, hands down, the best television. I mean, I still remember the very first Snick on Nickelodeon. The oh, very yeah. first Are You Afraid of the Dark? The very first Dude. Red Stimpy. Dude, actually, I was banned from watching Red Stimpy. My parents thought so it was, was like too wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once they saw <laughs> that was a common thing. They saw the first, like, the, the, like, like I'd been watching it for weeks, and then finally, you know, it came on. Because it was only on Friday nights at SNCC, and I think it yeah. was the last. No, Are You Afraid of the Dark was the last. Uh, oh, yeah. The last scary show, scary show show on SNCC. And then after that, it would start with reruns. Of I love Lucy and it would go to Nick at night and do all the old <sighs> shit. So like, yeah, yeah, dude. Once my parents saw like right there, what the fuck is this? You're watching this. If you go back and watch it now, it's even like, Oh, is it, is it bad? You know? So yeah, my parents, same thing. I watched it for a couple nights and my parents caught me, but luckily I had a neighbor who moved in and his parents just didn't give a fuck. So we'd go, I'd watch Red and Stimpy at his place, and then we'd turn to Channel 81. It was Fuzzy Boobies, and we'd watch that for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was 90, 96 for us. Okay, so yeah, solid. Solid, solid choice. And it, well, okay, think and, about... No, go ahead. And you won, you won the fucking lottery if, if they were doing the free Playboy Channel weekend. Oh, yeah. It was game on at that point. That was like a Friday ritual. Like you would just check, hey, maybe it's free. Maybe uh, maybe we're good this time. Dude, <laughs> so many so many good shows. Um, Rocco's Modern Life. Do you remember that stuff? Absolutely. That was a, a Philbert and the and the uh, and that was a hoot. Who's that? Is he, oh, dude, Cal. I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it Heifer? Heifer, Heifer, and then Spunky yeah. was the dog. Dude, we What's are up, deep Spunky? in my childhood right now. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do you remember that one, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, where uh, it was like a clown and he had like the yeah. cigar in the... Do you remember that? Oh, dude, Episode two, dog. Dude, that, dude, as a child, like that scared the shit out of me. Episode one was the riddle one. where So the very first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark was the one where uh, yeah. they, they, they had to, this kid had to answer these riddles to, like, get, to get, some, get out of somewhere or something. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah. So then, so then you move on like the Simpsons started oh, yeah. while oh. we were, while we were watching TV, still um, on TV, still yeah. on TV. It's fucking wild, man. I mean, Jesus. just give you context because I had, I got wasted like I do and had a weird idea and I was yeah. going to do, a, um, I wanted to do a lock-in that was live streamed 20 for 48 hours where Jack Mandeville and myself, uh, just watched general <laughs> hospital. So we were oh, laughing God. about this and, and we're like, oh, the only thing we're allowed to eat is Lunchables, but we can have all the, the liquor stocked in the room that we want, but the door locks for 48 hours and we have to watch General Hospital. So that led us into researching General Hospital. General Hospital has been on the air since 1963. Is it are, still on? Yes. And there are over 18,000 one-hour episodes. So then we did the math, and we figured out if you watch General Hospital for 24 hours a day, it would take you close to four years to get caught up. Dude, the lore. The lore. How can you even get on? Ah, Jesus. So what else you got on TV? What do you remember? Dude, what was that one show? Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Giant, you fucking knew exactly what I was thinking about. Dude, that show was crazy. Did you ever think about getting on those shows when you were a kid? I, oh, I grew yeah. up in that. 
Oh, what dude, would I, you oh do? Oh my god. Oh, dude. I wanted, dude. I wanted to be in what I would do if I got slimed. Like, take me to the slime <sighs> machine. Like, or because I lived, in, I lived in Seattle. I could not be further from Orlando, and all I saw was like this child utopia, Nickelodeon, just in, or, just in Orlando. A, just having a great time out there, and I was. I wanted to be on that Legends of the Hidden Temple, dude. I thought I would fuck on that thing. You know, I really thought I would just crush it. Yeah, and you know? guts, the aggro crowd. Oh yeah, dude. How did kids got not get jacked up doing this? I I have no idea. Like, do you I, think kids got like injured doing this? Oh yeah, easily. I bet there. I bet. I bet if you did some research, there was. There was. There was dudes, kids that got injured. But I mean, I bet. Also, I, I bet if we looked it up. I bet if you looked it up, there'd be like neck injury claims from like I was on Legends of the Hidden Temple and yeah, got close. There's lined. probably like a class action lawsuit. Like <laughs> you're probably right, dude. But now that I'm thinking about it, look at the change in programming now. Like because yeah, because like back then, you and I are are six to ten years old watching like 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 aggressive sport. Like, 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 like gladiatorial fighting. And it's like, and we're like amps, like we're watching Power Rangers and stuff. But oh, then look dude. what's on now. So it's like, it's like they fucking dumbed it. They dumbed programming for kids back so much. That, what, what, are your, what are your kids watching? Uh, I mean, they, 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 they love YouTube. Um, dude, they watch really all, yeah, they watch all these vlogs, you know, kids opening presents and all that bullshit. And it's so, um, it's, what is happening to this world? I got him addicted who, who recently. The, who the hell watches YouTube? I don't know. Nobody. I don't. Yeah, nobody. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got him recently. I got him. I got him on a on a huge kick where now they just watch piano lessons. That's very respectable. And then they'll just come in here and like bang on the piano. This morning they figured out how to turn on the beats and stuff. Ooh, and, yeah, like, that's... and then and then they grab the so they turn the piano on to play by itself and they grab the guitars and start raging in the middle of the room. Like I respect so that. excited. <laughs> yeah, we had we had an electric piano and the kids discovered that if you like hit it a certain way, it, no matter what key you play, to play like "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" from. Uh, you know, and it was great. So oh, yeah. I heard that song. Yeah. You know, probably 8,000 times. Okay. So Power Rangers. Yeah, people, oh God, dude, Power Rangers. So how were you into Power Rangers when you were? Oh yeah. Fourth grade, dude. I, I remember you were in third grade. I was in fourth grade. Like yeah. the, the day Power Rangers came out, like it was a, uh, like it, it also too, like you think back to these times and I was talking about rituals earlier, like, like, I would get up early so I could watch Transformers yeah. and Garfield oh. before I had to get to the bus. Oh yeah, dude, 1000%. I got up early so I could watch all this stuff. That was the most important, but the problem for me, my bus came at like 7, dude. So I was like yeah. out the door at 6:45 to make it. Yep. So I just throw snails in the road or try to watch squirrels get run over. And then you get home and and right as you got home, Power Rangers was on. Oh, There's yeah. something else on, and then we had a we had kind of like a gap where the news would would be on from like five yeah. to to seven, and then seven o'clock you got two episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, dude, Simpsons. I remember that. I remember get some dinner. Then up there. then South Park came out. That was around ninety five, yeah, ninety six. I, I was hardcore banned from watching that as a kid. That was way too, you know. At that point, 
I had, I had my own room because for a while we just had a community basement that like, that's really? where the T that's where the TV was. Like okay. you, didn't t- you didn't touch the upstairs TV. That was like for my dad or whatever, but the, oh, one, yeah, okay. the one in the basement was ours. And, 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 and we had a, a, a box that had 99 oh. buttons on it with a number one through 99. So that's how you change oh. the channel. You just, bing. Jesus. Good <laughs> um, God. <laughs> you know so right around that time so 95 uh you know i was like what my i don't know how old i was 95 Anyhow, you're, in, you're in third you know, grade 10 yeah third grade okay that's about the time i discovered the history channel and at that time the history channel slapped because it was literally all like hitler's greatest inventions it was just cre- they were like on a binge at that point this yeah. was pre like aliens so it was pretty good at that time oh yeah um, they went kind of, they kind of went off the deep end. So yeah, by once I had moved to Washington state, that's when I got my own room and I had that, that downstairs TV was now mine. So for oh, a while, yeah. my parents didn't even know I was watching South Park. You went to I, WSU? No, uh, all okay. my friends, all my friends did. I, okay. okay. I'm from there. So that's where I was okay. going to junior high and high school. Okay. Nice. That's wild. And then so, yeah, after South Park, you got friends, home improvement, Grace Under you know, Fire. So many great shows. Like I, it, it's wild to think that so many, so many of those shows shaped what TV is today. Like even today, you still see the same things being done. I mean, dude. I mean, shit. You think about go back to think about video games. Like we were in the heyday as video games first when they came poppy. out. I had the first yeah. Wolfenstein. I had the Ooh. first Doom. I, you know. Because my dad was super into computers, and we didn't get a video game system for a while. Oh, dude. Do you remember um, – well, I mean, of course you do, but you remember how much, like, Goldeneye you played back in the day? Oh, yeah. That was that was the first – like, that was the first venture into multiplayer. You know what I mean? That was the first dude, time that, you could split your screen four times, and everybody dude, that could That was play. crazy. That was the first time I ever punched somebody was playing Goldeneye. <laughs> I have actually seen some hardcore brother battles over some Goldeneye. Oh, dude, we I grew up next to these three brothers, so I was like the fourth for Goldeneye, and dude, it would be the most epic fights ever over that game. It like it would you wouldn't get through like two games of remote minds before like one of the, the littlest brother get like socked in the face. Well, so. <laughs> We we were treated with Goldeneye for a while, and then they hit us yeah. with Perfect Dark, and it was Goldeneye Ooh, yeah. with better weapons. And you're like, nothing gets better than this. There's like actual reloads. I'm like, I'm a gun expert now. <laughs> and that that was the beginning. And then I feel like shortly after that, yeah, because 1998 is when. Uh, or is it 99? Right around when uh, Half Life got released. You remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. dude. Because then in 2000, um, it was right around 2000 when Unreal came out. Yep. Yeah. So you had Half Life, right. oh. then Unreal. And what yep. that did, especially in the Pacific Northwest, it sparked these, these new, uh, I don't know what you call them, like cafes, but what they were in my town, it was called Net Wars. And you would pay, it was like $10 an hour, but you, you go in a cubicle with a yeah. computer and you play Unreal Network to everybody else in there. So oh, no you way. have your headset. Oh. We used to, at, at my uh, school, we had like a, a computer lab 
and they were down, they were, they were cool as fuck. So we had like the original Counter-Strike, like we're talking, you know, alpha build. And we used to just slap on that, just play for hours and hours together. I mean, <laughs> talk about good times, dude. And what was I cool, it, it, here's my segue, dude. What was cool about it, I've talked about it before, but dude, those video games, like playing with guns on those video games, I grew up in California, dude. We, you know, there's no, no guns out there. Playing those video games, I'm like, yo, guns are kind of fucking cool, actually. Yeah. That was, that, that was a spark, dude. The impetus, yeah. you know, in the beginning. That's why I'm just saying, like, our time frame was super, super crazy. Like, cause we saw, we saw the boom of technology. Like, I remember, you know, when I went to high school, yeah. there was no, there were no filters or, or anything on the internet. Like, I'd spend oh, all yeah, day dude. on newgrounds.com, like, just, oh, I remember newgrounds. <laughs> like, that, when, when people used to make, you had that 18 plus, uh, oh, yeah. little, little oh, thing where yeah. <laughs> you'd watch, like, the animated movies, you're like, oh my God. Cause I mean, back that, then, like, you, there wasn't as much yeah. porn out, you know? No, not at all. Like, whitehouse.com was one of them. Oh, dude, I, back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, White House and, uh, not Angel Fire, because that was a media hosting website, but it was Angle Fire if you if you misspelt it. <laughs> it was like these old uh these old ways of getting you into porn accidentally. God, that's wild. Yeah. Uh it was just uh, we yeah, we saw and then we saw the internet become the standard. Like when I first yeah. went in the military, there was one computer to the to the office and everybody shared it because nobody needed to do shit all on the computer. Yeah. And now that's all the fuck you do. <laughs> dude, you just sit at your computer, just sending emails, dude. That's all it is. Really? Everything's so networked and wired and wired now. Yeah, it, I mean, I think I think back to it, like just watching the change of the internet, and it's wild. Like it was, it seems like it took a while, but it was quick, man. Yeah, but also like it was too, so quick. If you go back now, you can see how much, how much forward now we are how how things shape what seems regular and normal to you so like back in the early days of youtube one of the biggest one of the biggest channels was that sketch comedy group called the whitest kids you know and if you go back and watch and and their videos are legendary there's some of the fucking first viral things to go out like the the truth behind lincoln dying and everything like yeah but you go back and watch them now you find yourself like like impatient because they're four to eight minute videos that take four yeah. to eight minutes to get to the joke. And you're so accustomed to quick now, like instant. Yeah. Like if it's not grabbing you in the first few seconds, you're fucking out. Like you're done, dude. Yeah. You're done. Dude, well, everything's funny. Everything moves so fast when it comes to online now, dude. Like think about something as simple as a meme, dude. Like uh, a month old meme might like if you post a, a meme that's like a month old, like you might as well like just hang it off the internet. Like, yeah, you're done. You're done, dude. If you if you post it, like it's so fast moving now. Information, jokes, everything. Like it's so fast. It's crazy to think about. But like you said, it's just this because there's so much access to all this information. Like you be, can become irrelevant so quickly. It, it, yeah, you would think that we would be progressing quickly. Instead, we're just arguing more. Oh, dude, way more argument. Uh, <laughs> it, all, all the people who used to be uh, relegated to their weird corner of the county are now 
banded together. And that's how we had these weird fucking ideas that, that are, that are becoming like super, like what feels like common. Like, I, like I was like, it's where I was like, I don't know. People just piled on when, when, whenever you say anything, like you just never know who you're going to offend or what belief system you're going to offend. And they're just going to come at you. You know, it's just, it's absolutely wild. I feel like I, I feel like walking, I'm walking on eggshells on social media nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you never know. It's as, it, it, especially some of the things you do, people just want to get on there and pretend they're an expert or, you know, oh, dude. Great, great. I, I, you have all that information and you're trying to make me look stupid. It's like, start your own channel and fucking yes. put out that information. Who cares? Go for it, man. Yeah. Go, go for right, it. Dude. So I, I had a guy in California. Yeah. California. Grew up in California. You in uh, were born in '86. Uh, Look at that. We're piecing it together now. Dude, we're piece. It's coming together. I feel like I'm being set up here, but let's continue this. I grew up um, surfing actually because I lived right on the coast um, in a little town called uh, Newbury Park, California, right near Camarillo. And uh, I just grew up. I barely passed high school. Just surfed. That was my. my that was my thing. Are from Fort Bragg? Oh, are they really? Uh, Mendocino, Fort Bragg area. They got out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They left. <laughs> so wait, both your parents are are military, or or just one? No, no, no. My dad, my my dad was the one that went in the military. They just okay. Fort Bragg, California, Mendocino, like on the coast. Out, oh out my god, dude I, dude! I don't know why I, I was thinking just. Fort yeah, you're Bragg. saying okay. surfing. I'm like, bro, you surfed Mendocino at least once. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, my, my, my haunts were like C Street at Ventura and like Staircase and, and Mondo's Beach. That was like my, that was like my jam back then. Nice. My jam. It was a good time, man. It was a, it was, it was bad for me because I barely passed high school. So I mean, and in, then in you, retrospect, and your next move was to go to med school. What the fuck's going on there over there with your decision making process? Well, the cool thing about going into a college is with a state college, they don't really care what your fucking grades are. So actually, I pursued um, professional triathletes, uh, tra- triathlonism, tra- professional, being a professional triathlete, whatever, however the hell you say it, for about a year after I got out of high school because I thought that would be a good idea. And that's good. I actually uh, got first place at one for my age group. You got to trust I was the only one, though. I was the only one in my age group, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> that's a first place trophy. That's still a first place trophy. It still proudly stands on my desk. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, then uh, then went to college, and uh, you know went on my ill-fated uh, journey uh, to medical school. And then you met right a real doctor, and you were like, "Fuck!" Yeah. That. And then I was like, "Ooh, yeah, this is a uh, this is not me at all. I do not like this." And then, uh, and then you know, I went and uh, became a seer specialist, and uh, chopped wood and dug holes for for a while. You know what? No, a seer a seer specialist uh, helped me out a lot once with something I had no clue. And, and we were, I was, when I was in the Washington guard over at the one sixteenth, and we were hiking, yeah. we had a, we had a seer guy attached to us that is part mm. of the unit pretty much. Oh, cool. And we were hiking the grand Canyon and yeah. when we, when we got done and we got to camp, I had some stomach issue and just had the worst fucking diarrhea on the planet. And oh, like God. all night, like just dying. And then that oh, morning, God. I'm like, I still can't just get like an hour without having to run to the bathroom. And he like, he's like, come over here. And I, 
I go over where he's sitting at by the fire. He starts crushing up uh, ash and he puts it nice. in a water bottle about that much. And he throw, throws it in there and shakes it up. He goes, go chug this. And I chugged it and fucking diarrhea stopped. Dude, fucking seer <laughs> magic right there. Seer I know. He's like, magic seer. <laughs> Bring me your potion for us, Jitsi. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like grinding like an old pedal mortar, just like grinding away like a bunch of roots. <laughs> Let's make that shirt. Can we make a seer shirt that just is called Forest Gypsy? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really down with this. That's what they are, dude. Uh, that's like the, the great seer trick is knowing a bunch of these weird medicinal uh, things that you chew on, like yarrow and stuff. Yeah. You can, like chew it and numb up your mouth and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seer was a good time, man. Seer was a, was a really good time. I know you had a fun time with seer. Oh, yeah. Seer school? Fuck. I, I mean, you, you've I, been I think, through both FTXs now. Like, And when yeah. I went through seer, it was right after the schoolhouse. So, of course, that first day um, when when you go out to the field and you set up camp and then the instructor bounces at like two o'clock, I'm like, what are we supposed to do? And he's like, I, I don't know. I'll see you in the morning. I don't give a fuck. I just fucking go hunt. I don't, I don't care. I'll see you in the morning. I'm like looking around like, wait, are they going to attack us? Or like, like there's a setup, like the ground burst simulators come in and stuff, start blowing up and start doing pushups. You know, um, being a seer instructor is, was, awesome because you know it's great being in nature like every day like my favorite noise in the world is uh went through trees you know it's my favorite so every day you know you wake up <laughs> and you're out there but what i liked about it was um you see people uh, outside of their element so much and uh dude you see you people have the strangest reactions to being out in the, in the woods you know what i mean yeah we were uh I was teaching a, a class, you know, kind of the end of the first day, you're kind of sitting there, you're, you're cooking rabbit, you're having a good time, you know, you're just chilling. Yeah. The rabbit who died of natural causes. And, um, <laughs> and so this girl was like, um, you know, we're talking and we're sitting around the campfire, you know, maybe about you know, three feet across, you know, from me to her. And it's like eight of us. She's like, Hey, I need to uh, use the bathroom in the middle of my lesson. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Like, by all means, go, go ahead. Yeah, see ya. She's like, okay. She stood up, pulled down her pants. No shit squatted down right there in front of everybody. Wow. I think about that a lot. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Like a lot. That's, that's brave. Yeah, I told, her, I told her to stop. But she, uh, she got the pants down before she, uh, she listened. It was like that cognitive delay you, before she could process. Did you know Allison? Uh, last name? Yeah. No, I did not. Okay. That was my that was my that was my instructor. No, man, you're, I, I got a picture were, that the internet would You're ancient, dude. You're ancient. <laughs> you you're in the military way before I was, dude. Trying to connect it like if there was an Allison who's still in dude, he's probably like a, a chief when I was like going through oh, training. Yeah, I think he was an E eight because I know um I know Tiff knew him. Um so okay, he, yeah. he wasn't far removed. But yeah, I'm thinking about it. I've got a folder from of pictures because I had a digital camera out yeah. on my seer trip and uh i got a picture that i'm sure the internet would would fucking explode over and i've got the the rabbits you know fully intact skin playing rabbit oh god with it, running PETA. around <laughs> <laughs> dude peta peta would just absolutely hate that it's uh 
Oh man, the rabbit is. I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of a. I can even talk about the rabbit. Like, what can I say about it? I, mean, uh, I can say it's it. acceptable. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Go go ahead. It gives a shit. We eat rabbits when we're in Seer. If you don't agree with that, fuck off. We're learning. You're teaching. There are some people out there that don't know meat from the grocery store comes from animals. <laughs> I did have that argument just recently. Really? Um, a guy, a guy hopped on my uh, my channel, and I was uh, shooting uh, feral pigs out in Texas. And you, you live in Texas. You understand how bad, how bad there, the problem is. There it is a pest. It yeah, destroys agriculture, and they fucking are rampant. Like you got to get rid of them. They're super, super aggressive too. Mm-hmm. Best way to remove them is with a helicopter. Obviously, shooting from yeah. a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. We we like we like. I think when I was doing that, we got maybe I think it was like forty or fifty per dude. It was crazy. No, but, Matt um, was making fun of me the other day because I, I he shot a jackrabbit and then I ate it. He was like, I was like, well, what? Fuck it, it's a fucking good jackrabbit. <laughs> or I shot it. I, can't, to, I think I shot it. Dude, what's remember. happening? Okay, we do. Wait, you shot it and you ate it? Yeah, I just ate it. Like I, he was like, you're bringing Wasn't that home. A, I'm like, yeah, I'm eating it. Is there a thing where you're not supposed to eat jackrabbit at a certain time of the year? I might be wrong. I mean, how long ago? You're you the fucking it? forest gypsy. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat it. I, I've heard weird stuff. Okay. Point is, uh, I, sh- I shot a, uh, a pig from a helicopter with a vortex Huey. Remember that optic? And uh, there's a review on that optic. And this guy hopped in, and he said, "I unsubscribed the moment um, I saw that you shot an animal. Hunters are weak. They are uh, bullies, and they're terrible people." I saw that comment. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I commented back and I was like, I'm like, I agree. My ancestors were weak bullies and terrible people for hunting. And then this guy hopped in and he said, Hey, just so you know, you're going to get what's coming to you. Uh, he's like, it's, it won't be hard to find you and for somebody to teach you a lesson. I was like, are you, are you threatening me? And he was like, no, <laughs> I was like, like, well, what are you doing? Ooh, and he's like, I'm just. I'm just saying that somebody could find you and they could just put a bullet in you. I'm like, I think you're threatening me. And then he deleted all his comments, but it's great. I love the internet. It's such a great time. Yeah. Who, who is out there sh- assassinating YouTubers right now? I well, apparently this dude, because I shot a pig and that's a beautiful, there's, beautiful listen, there's animal. Plenty beautiful more animal. things that you could, you could research and, and, and go and assassinate more well-deserved people that need I a good think- assassination. You know, I feel like people have a lot of time on their hands right now with this whole quarantine because I've seen a very large uptick in very stupid comments. Yeah. Also, people just are angry. People, yeah, I, I think it's because they're stuck at home with like a wife they don't like or something. I don't know. Yeah. No. That, I mean, that's it. That's a tributing factor to everything. Like, aren't divorces? Aren't like divorces be. supposed to be up or something like that? That must be that must be why they hated our first episode so much. It must just they're grumpy from the quarantine. Yeah, angry. Like, I wasn't shitty. I yeah. didn't talk about myself looked, your too hair much. Good. <laughs> and your eyes are so blue, and they couldn't see my great hair. It was just. I don't think they understood. Like there also is this you going to become an alo. Like I wanted to share with you some legendary tech P stories that have been around oh, for fucking years. My God, you have to. They want to know. The cow. Oh, they, they want to know. They want to know. They want to know. The people have spoken. I posted and I said, what do you guys want to ask me, Jared? By the way, I have a list of questions for you. 
Oh. But the biggest one was they wanted to know the cow. They tagged you like 20 times. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, the, you want to, you want the story, like how it went down? Like, are we doing, I mean, a, I, I mean, we'll, we'll make it quicker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Make it quicker. Hit, let me, Cause there hit. is, there is a whole like hour and a half episode on it where I go into explicit detail, but essentially here's, here's the gist of the, of the situation. I come out of the schoolhouse uh, after being an instructor for four years and I follow a flight to a unit. So there was about five guys that had graduated from Falcon nine zero and they all got Fort bliss and I had volunteered to go to Fort bliss. So now I just finished teaching these guys for their final phase and now I'm fi- I'm going with them. And, and one of those dudes uh, is in the original black rifle coffee commercials. His name is Butch Rogers. Mm-hmm. And he was the first, the first guy that did the Black Rifle Coffee Troll Policy. He did the Better Decision series that we first put out. So when I show up to, I drive from Florida to, to El Paso, I show up, I check into the unit. There's a bunch of my, my friends, you know, because I know fucking all these tech pieces. So we're fucking all excited. Course, and, stuff. and then my buddy <clears throat> that I've known for a long time is running training and I'm going to training to, to co run the, the entire training team. Of course and, you're experienced, you know, why not? And, and essentially, yeah, like we had already talked, it was <clears throat> like, take how we organize the FTX at the schoolhouse and make it standardized for CMR check rides, which are combat mission ready check rides. Yep. Um, oh, it was a great time. Um, that was another, that was another feedback piece. Uh, they said we used way too many acronyms and they don't know what we're talking about. So oh, okay. Yeah, have we have to, to explain, explain yeah. everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Too many. You don't even think about it. You well, because about it's it. okay. you and me talking. It's you and me. Yeah. We got to okay, we'll explain. Okay. Back to, back to Cal. So the, and this is a huge factor is, is my buddy is now, Hey, you don't have to go, but we're going to the field tomorrow for five days. And oh, by the way, it's in this beautiful place called Cloudcroft, New Mexico, and it's in the middle of the mountains in the woods. And we're allowed to shoot pigs out there because you're allowed to. And he's like, yeah. we're friends with the park rangers. It's super fun. Do you want to go? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go. So yeah. I embark on this FTX with about 30 maybe 20 to 30 tack keys because every flight took like three vehicles, four vehicles out and we went up there. Dang, that's, and, uh, that's wonderful. And all of these guys though, with the exception of my buddy, all of them are prior students of mine. So everybody there has only seen me as an instructor other than, other than my friend that I grew up with in the career field. So, so now like the whole way up, you know, I'm, like actually talking to them like they're humans yeah. and I don't hate them and things like that. And, you know, <laughs> if only people could know what it was like. So I had packed my guns. I packed a pistol and an AR and ammo and stuff like that because they told me, Hey, we can do this. Well, a brand new ALO was, was going with us and like last minute or something, he said, no, no private firearms. Cause we had our, we had our M4s up there with us. We had our, our duty weapons with us. Yeah. But that was, we didn't bring any ammo for those because it was just that, that was just to essentially make sure the guys like got used to knowing where their guns were. Of course. So we trained for four, four days and then the ALO, the new ALO leaves 
and the fine and everybody, all the guys that were up for check ride got, got their, got it. So yeah, the, the, the ceremony at, at the hustlers were they, they present berets. I can't remember. I think you weren't allowed to wear your crest if you weren't CMR. So mm-hmm. when you were a beret, you just had your flash. So they did yeah. this like ceremony where they gave the guys that got CMR their, their crest on their beret. Nice. And they also, everybody started pulling out booze. So I'm chilling by the fire and <clears throat> I'm, I'm drinking a little bit. And then one of the guys is like, Hey, we're going to go down the hill. Cause it takes about 45 minutes of a dirt road in the Humvees to, to get into town and, and, and get anything that you would need. They're like, we're going to go yeah. down the hill and make sure we stocked up on beer and everything for the night. Since now we're done with training and we're just having a camp night. I was like, all yeah. right, badass. So about seven of them jump in a truck and at the same time two of the guys come in the in the ranger and they go hey we think there's a pig down this way let's go get it so i was like oh dude game on yeah game on i'm sitting in a fucking nice chair right by the fire hanging out i was like go get a pig guys that's badass well 10 minutes go by and i hear a 50 go off Whoa. And I'm like, I'm like, whoa, are they fucking sh- shooting the big with a 50? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectable. I'm, I'm not against it. It's just a lot, of, it's a lot of firepower. And then another 10 minutes go by, and these guys roll up in the truck with a cow. And again, I'm the highest <laughs> ranking. I'm the ranking dude on the trip. Like, oh. And and I'm like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> all right, here it is. So so I I was like, okay, dum dums. And there's 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 free range cattle all over the place up in those mountains. Yeah. Like yeah. they separate them with the cattle gates, and I mean, God knows how many are up there because they're just up in the woods, like just hanging out. Yeah, they're, they're, just, they're, just vibing, they're vibing, dude. They're just yeah. having a good time out there. So well, they, he was. I grabbed a, a toe strap and. uh roped it over a tree, put it, put the toe strap on the cow, pulled the cow up into the air with a razor. And I got it and I start pulling all the meat off of it. And I sat them all by the fire. I was like, you're eating this whole goddamn thing. (laughs) Yeah. You got, you can't waste it at that point. You gotta, gotta use everything. Meanwhile, I'm butchering a full size cow with a Gerber multi-tool saw. Oh, dude, how, how, oh, God, how dull was that blade by the end? God, that's awful. I cut the tenderloin out, and that was, again, too, I mean, I've always, I always thought that, like, shooting a cow and eating it right there would be the best meat you've ever had in your life. No, it was not. I learned, I learned that day. Wrong. You got to age it. How, how good was the shot on the cow? I mean, I got to ask. I mean, it was right in the head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I mean, that's a good shot. You can't all the respect. What they shoot it with? They hit it with a Barrett fifty, Smith and Wesson five hundred. Oh, <laughs> how did they not recognize it was a cow? Oh no, they knew it was a cow. It oh, wasn't. Okay. It They weren't confused. They just couldn't find a pig, and then they were like, "Fuck it, shoot that cow." <laughs> Jesus Christ. So oh. I, I, 
they all go to bed. Like they eat it. And then I'm like, go to bed. If you're going to, if you're going to stay up and drink, drink in your tent, I need to figure out what we're going to do with this now. And so me and and another dude that was probably one of your instructors when you went through the schoolhouse, we stayed up all night and we, we used three full jerry cans, a jerry cans, five, five gallons a piece of, of diesel and, and just demolish the body into ash and, and, but I did not oh, that's, burn. That's some like Ozarks level shit right there. Like you I didn't got burn rid of the, the cow in our fire. Though. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I hiked, I hiked about 300 meters away and started a new fire and then sat there with my buddy and demolished this thing down to nothing. It was by the morning, it was nothing it, but ash. And then we buried, buried the fire pit and, and I pulled everybody by the fire in the, in that morning and, the thing was, is we had some little attitude fucks in Bravo flight. This little, this, this specific dude, which I now know he's the one that ratted us out because I have the case file. Um, because we got tattled on is what happened. So I knew, I knew I couldn't trust that dude for a second. But anyway, like, uh, I pulled, I pulled all, all the guys together and I go, look, we did stupid shit when, when I was younger. Like we did really stupid shit that would get us in a lot of trouble. And this, this thing right here would get us in a lot of trouble. So shut up. Don't talk about it. Everything's everything. It's gone. So just keep it, keep it fucking low key and let's move about our day. So we left. And when we left, there was, there was a ranch house right at the bottom of the hill. And I almost just stopped, dude. I, I sat at that stop sign for a few minutes. I almost just went up, knocked on the door and been like, Hey, we had an accident. One of your cows got killed. I ended up burning the body. You know, we can pay for it. How much, how much would you want for it? Yeah. And I'm like playing this conversation in my head and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, there's no way anybody's going to notice one of these things in- is missing. Infamous like, decision, infamous decision point. Yeah. So we go back on Friday, clean the vehicles, put everything up, go out, go home for the weekend. Monday at like 10, I'm already at the squadron, but then they, the first sergeant says, go get in your service dress uniform. There'll be a van picking you up shortly. Oh God. And so service dress is never a good sign. We, uh, I get back in my uniform and there's eight, eight of us or seven or eight of us lined out there and they put us in a van, take us up to Holloman and OSI fucking arrest us or whatever. the Oh fuck it is. God. Them nerds. And then they, and then, yeah, they separate each one of us into our own interrogation room and they proceed to treat this like it was a fucking triple homicide. Dude, like, OSI, yeah, it was classic, classic OSI. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, and I was so annoyed with this situation because it's like these guys are so bored or they're so tired. They're, they're just probably like so angry at the, the newest sexual assault that they have to investigate from the dorms or whatever, or something like that. It was like, this was something new and, and they could, they could really investigate. And the first thing dude walks in with a park ranger. I go, get him out of here. He goes, that's a federal oh, agent. I go, that's a little fucking park ranger. I'll talk <laughs> to you. I'm not talking to you. Like get him yeah. out of here. And like, yeah, then they yeah. have this conversation. He gets the fucking park ranger out of there and he comes in again. <laughs> like he keeps coming in all like, Oh man, he's like, you know, 
in the state of New Mexico, this is a hanging offense. I'm like, yeah, you, you're really going to go hang fucking seven service members for killing a cat? Like, do you listen to yourself talk, you fucking moron? Like, really? Like, is that what your job is? Is let's hang seven military members because they shot a cow? Like, get the fuck out Did of here. Did he really come at you with that? He actually was oh, like, yeah. this is a hanging oh, yeah. offense. Oh, he keeps... <laughs> This goes on all day. By the way, we're in this fucking thing for like 12 hours that day. And oh, he keeps coming back in and like, again, like doing the real like cocky, like, and like he would shut the door and leave for an hour. And then he would come back and like, I'm cleaning my wallet out. I'm just like, like biting time. He's like, put all that stuff away. I'm like, all right. Like, yeah. he just, he's just being a deuce. So then like he opens the door again and he's like, and this is a, this has happened to me twice in OSI custody. So it's one of their tricks apparently. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. They, he opens the door. He was like, I'm just making sure everything's in order in here. I'm like, it's me, a desk and a chair. Do you want me to reorder the desk in the chair? What's up? Uh, <laughs> Anyway, he leaves the door open and then about two minutes go by and one guy, one of his guys walks by my room with a folder. He goes, all right, we got one guy that talked. He's getting the deal. I'm like, and I just yell. I'm like, what is what this like seer training deal? right now? Yeah. I'm like, what deal? <laughs> like, what deal is there to be had? Like, so then, then he's they not, let he's us not going to get hung. <laughs> yeah. They let us go, but like, it's like you're you're not allowed to leave the state or blah blah. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So like, two days pass, they pull us all back in again, and now the dude is like, he comes back in. He's like, oh, I got you, I got you. He goes, I found the skull. Granted, I'm the only one that knows where the skull is because I'm the one that I'm. I was the one that took the head after we yeah. found the entire body, and I know where I put it. And yeah. I go, you mean? the bleached white horse skull that was mounted on a stick at the camp that we were shooting at. And he was like, yeah, the skull you left at the campsite. I go, do you know how science works? This happened four <laughs> days ago. That skull is like, it's bleached white. You're telling me that in four days, somehow all the flesh just disappeared. <laughs> It's a very intense sun out there. And I was like, oh, by the way, you can you can tell right away that's a fucking horse skull, bro. <laughs> and he just like he'd get mad and like in like storm out or whatever and fucking dude. dude. It's just so at the end of the day, and I'll fast forward. This by the way, yeah. this goes on. They like raided the squadron with uh with uh dogs. Now I don't know what Oh good, yeah, that's a classic move. I don't know what dogs are going to be like, like what, what are they searching for? Like we're hiding evidence. Dude, uh, cow, cow, they're going to find it. Yeah. Was there hidden squadron? squadron? Yeah. You took entrails from the cow and they're going to find it, dude. Cadaver dogs are on you. At the end of the, (laughs) at the end of everything that's said and done, the guy that pulled the trigger received a year probation and a thousand dollar fine. And it's like, you wasted everybody's time for that because we were all prepared. Like everybody was like adding up, like, okay, we can come up with $6,000 right now if we have to buy this cow. And that's what I kept telling the agent. I'm like, this is such a waste of time, dude. Like 
it's a cow. Like find out how much the farmer wants to make him happy. And then we'll all come up with it and we'll get out. Oh no, you guys, you guys committed a third degree felony of inflicting, inflicting an animal until he dies or some, some, some weird bullshit like that. It was just, it was a hangable offense, you know, stupid situation that got blown out of fucking proportion that, Okay, so okay, the oh those those murderers that you that you train to like be murderers and go overseas and drop massive amounts of ordnance on people, they're getting a little rowdy and shooting things up in the woods. What the fuck do you expect? Of course we are, <laughs> dude. So how did it all come about? The farmer like realized his cow was missing or something? No, no, one of the guys told on us. No. It was internal. Yeah, somebody. Oh. So one of the guys told his like roommate. And then it's a shitbag tack P. I don't know if he's still around. I'll tell you his name when we get Dang. off here. Cause I Dang. hate the kid. He is a fucking douche and a half. But, Dang. um, yeah, he, he went to the DO and it was just like, did you hear what those d- dudes did out there? He wasn't even at the FTX, lazy fuck. Jesus. Those dudes dude, did that's, out there. Yeah, that's dude, fight. That's fighting. Dude, that's fighting. You, you know, OSI, man, we, uh, we had OSI raid, uh, raid our unit once. When I was a seer guy, because uh, he had SARMs, dude. What? SARMs. What's that? SARMs. It's like a. It's like one of those pills you can take that's like a precursor to testosterone. It's like one of those things. And they raid. They raid your whole squadron. Oh, dude, it was great. So we were we were like all chilling in the in the flight room, and uh, I'm not even joking, you do. I didn't even know this many cars are at like Fairchild. It's a tiny base. Like I would say probably about 15 or 20 cars, like block off all the exits to Sear. And, uh, we're like, Oh, what's going on? And, uh, they bring in the dogs. I don't know what the, I don't know if these dogs would sniff out SARMs, but, uh, and anyhow, it turns out they, uh, some, for some reason they found out this dude had SARMs in his car. So they walked him out and mind you, the flight rooms look out onto the, uh, Parking lot. So we all watched this dude get walked walked out. So all of us were, of course, uh, boomeranging it on Instagram as he's getting walked out by the federal agents. And they make him open up his car and, like, dude, they made such a show. Like, they grabbed it and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, this is the end of the United States Air Force with SARMs. And uh, anyhow, all of a sudden, done, he gets put in a cop car. They drive him off. And uh, we keep trying to walk out there to, like, give him a thumbs up and stuff. And they keep sending us back. It was a good time, but... At the end, we get like this email, and it's like, "Listen, there might be some speculation about who is arrested." It's like, dude, we all saw this we guy get watched out. <laughs> we all just watch this, and they're like, uh, we just want to let you guys know that SARMs are harmful and deadly, and uh, they're not allowed and stuff." And I was like, "Dude, all of this for a kid taking SARMs? Like, you could have just called him to your office and been like, hey, don't take those.'" Like there's such a easier way to handle this. Oh, than dude, having, like, it's a, a race. It's about as 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 good of an organization as the fucking ATF. Now, oh, a caveat yeah. with the fact caveat. that I do have I do have OSI friends that I really like and they're good people. But you know, there is a lot I've got I've got some really fucking cool dumb fucking ones OSI that don't yeah, deserve to be anywhere near that organization. <laughs> it's true, man. I mean, dude, just like anything else, just like law enforcement, like, man. You got good here's, ones. You got bad ones. Here's my Get complaint me. with, and uh, again, sorry guys, OSI office of special investigation. Oh, it's like yes. CID. 
NCIS, it's the military's version of like, I don't know, really, really stupid MPs. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the military version of like the FBI, right? Yeah, supposedly. Like, yeah. like, but it's, supposedly. but it's like if, if the FBI was like more of like a mall cop organization. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere some OSI agent's like I'm going to get you on that cow I'm going yeah, to pin you with a cow they're going to come after me but I'm just I'm, Dude, I caveated I said to the good Caveat. ones that aren't stupid to the good ones I like you I think you're good yeah. but to the yeah, stupid maybe. ones and you you know you're listening to this right now and you're like you you just had a name pop in your head that's who I'm talking about that's who it is that's who it is um, no my frustration with them and why I fucking hate like why I really fucking despise them as an organization is every interaction mm-hmm. that I've had with them, all of the other interactions, sans the cow thing, I was not, I was merely just a point of information for them. But I feel that their approach every time is they want to bust, like they, like they want to destroy your fucking life and bust you and like fuck you up. Yeah. Like, and it's like, dude, you realize you're, you are supposed to be on our side. Like you're an investigative service. You're not the judge. You're not the jury. You're yeah. not the executioner. You are merely supposed to put the story together in a report. So don't fucking come in here yeah, acting like you're some tough guy. Dude, I had the same thing happen. So again, dude, if you haven't had interactions with OSI in your Air Force career, then you're, you're, you're not doing enough bad things. But you're anyhow, you're boring. But, um, I, uh, when I was living on base, um, I guess some dude was, was drunk and, uh, pulled his car somewhere, you know, those base housing, like, you know, it's like two per unit and like they're pretty close together. So I guess some drunk car pulled up somewhere near my house, st- was there for a little bit. Some guy called the cops and then he peeled away and they let her, later arrested him. So anyhow, they're trying to prove who this guy was related to. And so they ended up, I got a call from like my first sergeant and he was like, we just got reports that you ran over somebody. You need to go to like uh, the security squadron immediately. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait, say this again. He's like, yeah, you're drunk and you hit somebody with your car. I was like, uh, what? I'm like, uh, I'm like, do I need to get a lawyer? He's like, no, you need to go there. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a lawyer. So, but anyhow, I go over the security force squadron and like, dude, they were like, I'm like, what's happening? They're like, no, somebody was drunk and they pulled up in front of your car. Did your friend come over? And I was like, uh, no, I didn't have any friends come over last night. They're like, yeah, where were you at this time? I'm like, I was home. They're like, yeah, any alibis? I'm like, no, I, I live alone. Like, getting into me and like, what, what the, alibis? Yeah, I was. At yeah, home. I'm like, what? And so, uh, it and the question ends, and I, I get out. And uh, what was weird was that my neighbor was a security force member, and he was in the question with me. So after it ends, like I, I was like, dude, come outside with me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on? He's like, dude, they're doing this to everybody on the street, saying that it was like claiming that as their friend and stuff. Like, and that's I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm like, why? Why? Dude? I got, I got pulled in for them to ask questions about somebody else, but for eight hours they treated me like I was a fucking, like I was a suspect in something. And I'm like, dude, like yeah, they, they were moving like, me rooms, and then they'd put me in, the, and then when they finally go to ask me questions, they're like what do you know about this person? I'm like, Hey, can you guys yeah. cut this fucking bullshit, please? Because you look like idiots. You look like which one of your friends mom. owns a gray civic with yeah. a bent license plate. Who is it? Mike? Oh, by the way. Yeah. Who is it? Huh? Who is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, what? I mean, I, all of them, I look uh, at them like, you know, I can beat you up. Right. 
<laughs> your, little, like, your little your little wrist move that you learn to fucking cuff somebody doesn't mean shit homeboy like you were a fucking <laughs> services cook a few years a few months ago and you applied for this because you're yeah. a fucking tool dude. oh dude it, <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it you're like, you're like, I hate OSI. But not the good Dude, ones. I, not the good ones. I Dude, like the again, good ones. My, my buddy's dating an OSI girl, and you know what? She is freaking cool, and she does great work. She has deployed a bunch, and she does great stuff. Dude, she's cool as fuck. This is our new tactic right there, because what 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 we just invented with this, now any of them that want to get salty, I'm like, bro, I wasn't talking about I was, I, You're a good one. You're a great I one. Talking, yeah, I, was, rock, I wasn't dude. talking about you. Like, I mean, you, if, you, you were the best. If you're getting offended, then... You you must be in the bad in the bad category. What can we say? Dude, in, you know? in the I'm in an episode of Law and Order, trying to figure out you know who stole the Wing Commander's uh, front license plate. Yes, that was me. I did that. Did you really? Uh, I replaced. I got the Security Forces badge put on a blue license plate, and I took the the Colonel rank one, and I put the Security Forces one on there. Oh, so I'm sure dude. he was up their ass for a while, wondering oh, what the rank plate was. Did you did you read that story, dude? About um, is that an army base? I can't remember the exact one, but uh, you know, there's always a commander's parking spot. Yeah, yeah, but you but, you know, uh, if you don't clean it up, it's kind of hard to see. So I guess grass had overgrown where it said commander's parking spot. So some dude parked there, and they ended up trying to like Article 15 this dude, like. Dude, the army is horrible to their people. Mm, I don't get it. Man. They're just brutal. brutal okay, man. so I've got I've got questions. I got your questions okay. pulled up. The yeah, first one I'm ready. I think okay. is the most important. This is from Miss Joanna Rose. Um, okay. she would like to know how many flannels does the flannel daddy own? Oh yeah, that's a good question, actually. You know, yeah. funny enough, I don't really wear them a lot outside the videos. I feel like it's kind of become a trope now. But um I have maybe like a solid seven or eight like cool flannels. You know, the, what is it? How do you pronounce it? K U H L. Is it cool? cool? Is that how you say it? Yeah, cool. cool. What about you? Do you have any flannels? Uh, no, not really. I mean, there's one back over there, but I, I don't really wear flannels like buttons. It looks kind of hot in Texas. Yeah, I get oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. I got a question for you now. Okay. So if you, ha- if you had a million dollars, I answered that one film, in, in No, the you're answering it on the podcast. Oh, fine. Yes, if I had a million dollars, I would make yeah. I would make four two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar movies. Porn? No, like oh, com- sorry. like shitty, okay. really shitty oh. comedies. Like okay, Range Fifteen or whatever. How much <laughs> Range Fifteen cost, by the way? Uh, almost two million. Jesus fuck! Movies expensive. Was that for Ron Jeremy? No, Ron Jeremy's cheap, dude. Yeah, I'm actually trying to hire him on for a video. I won't. He's not cheap, but you know he's not cheap. He's a he's value. Affordable. He's affordable. He's a value, is what yeah. he is. Just make sure you got good food on set, and he'll stay all day. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna get him on a video soon. Okay, hit me. How does okay. he feel about the thumb release slide lock debate? Oh my god! Did you hear about this whole thing? I have no idea what that means. So okay. I'm not ready. All right. Luckily, I got a bunch of guns right around me. So. On uh, a pistol, you have this little doohickey right here. Yes. So there's an argument. Is it called a slide lock or a slide release? And uh, depending on the manual that you read, it will say a different thing. And people will argue vehemently about what it is. They'll say it is not a slide release. It is not meant to be depressed in order to load the weapon. Therefore, it should be called a slide lock. 
Other people say it's meant to release a weapon. It's a slide release, part of the reload process. And people will argue about this for hours. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? Just go shoot. Like, if you argue about this, like, you probably don't get laid. Yeah, that's about as important to me as how many people argue about tourniquets. The tourniquet argument is like... Dude. Just the most people. annoying. It's the most pointless thing. Like, I don't care people. even if you, it's no, but I saw when you use this tourniquet and they did a, a x-ray, but it's like, I don't care. I don't care. Fucking wrap a goddamn weed whacker fucking blade around me. I don't give a fuck. Like, Do something. Have, use it. Okay. What else we got? Dude, some medical guy right there is like having an aneurysm right now on that comment. Oh, Here they are people. telling. They're they're saying that I should bring back my gun reviews. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I I haven't. You you've reviewed guns. I used to have a show uh, called JT's uh, Semi Professional and Partially Sober Gun Reviews. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, we went for two episodes. Um, Dude, that's a solid run right there. That's, <laughs> no, that's I more just, than most I started. <laughs> I like built it like a format. I just I did a couple of them, like because I I just had the idea and thought it was funny. And yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I feel I like I think we should do it again. Like bring you on. I I think you should come and be on be on mine. And once you see the format, Either you're way. gonna be like, you're gonna be like, holy shit, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be my new format, probably. Yeah. So I I say to that. It's a good idea. It's a good I idea. I should. Yeah. Uh, what, do, what, what does he feel like is the most influential service weapon ever? Oh, God. There's a couple categories with that. You're going to say the yeah. most widely used or yeah, it's like influential. The most influential service weapon ever. You, yeah. uh, I'm going to let you answer because he has to. Dude, that is a... God, so here, here's where the history buffs are going to come into play and just absolutely murder me. But man, I, I fucking love the M1 Grand, dude. And I'm going to have to go with that being one of the most influential simply because I think as a standard issued rifle for a large army at the time, it was quite forward thinking. Semi automatic, uh, a larger capacity. I mean, I'm going to go with M1 Grand. Go ahead. I'm going to go with sheer numbers on here and say oh, okay, both with time, time frame and, and, uh, and numbers, it's going to be, yeah. a Mo- it's going to be a Mosin. 22 oh, million. I thought we were talking, oh, well, I thought we were talking about American service weapons. No, it says, it any? says any. Yeah. Oh God, dude. You want to have uh, the uh, Mosin? The I mean, he dude. added that American or other doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my God. Well, there goes my listening comprehension. Yeah, you win. I'll let. I'll, yeah, dude. Sure numbers. The Mosin and the Gone. How many millions of those did they make? I mean, what was it? Twenty-two million Russians died. How many of them were military? In World uh, War not II. a lot. There are a lot of civilians died in Russia in World War II. They uh, did not. But, but either that or the SKS, because you could argue the SKS saw two major conflicts, both Korea and and Vietnam. Uh, but I mean, the SKS wasn't used nearly as hard because of the introduction of the AKM, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yes, if we're being real, the AK has influenced more war and everything than anything, anything on the planet. If, if, yeah. if we really analyze it, I mean, you're if we talking really go down to it, the AKM, dude. Georgia conflicts, Chechnya conflicts, like, 
every Vietnam, Middle Eastern conflict. Yes, every Middle East. So yes, we're gonna have every to deal African with conflict. AKM, man. AKM. You yeah. Group decision. AKM. Answer that question next. Get more of his backstory, like what happened to med school. We did done. Done. Woo! Got him. Done, motherfucker. Okay. Funny field deployment stories. We tried that on the first one, and all you guys did was bitch. That's true. Yeah. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) If you were not attack P, what other MOS in any branch would you want to do? Oh God. That is a question right there. Okay, you answer this first. I want to hear your answer. Oh, wait, what? What I shit. What MOS would I be? Yeah, what what job would you do if you weren't in the in the Air Force? Submarine. What? Why? Yeah. I just find it interesting. And it's like, uh, because I, here, here's my logic in this and okay, ride with me on, ride with ready, me on I'm this ready. train. Okay. Um, being attack P if I, if I say I'm going to go be an infantryman, there's really no different other than the fact that the army has more yeah. power over me now and I'm still doing the same thing. I'm, you know, yeah. I was in all three brigades of the 82nd, like jumped with them and deployed with them. And it's like, Okay, so you, you know, yeah. I've I, I got to fucking hang out on tanks and fuck with tanks. I got to drive strikers, I got to operate, you know, one one threes, I got to I, I got to see yeah. a majority of the military's equipment. The one the one thing that actually sounds like a different day at work for me is a submarine. You ain't wrong, dude. You ain't wrong Either at that all. Or, or like a swick boat driver, because then that's kind of fun. You're just driving boats, and that just sounds fun. Dude, I would – dude, swick does sound awesome. That is a cool job right there. Dude, that is a, that is a hard-ass question right there. If I could do anything else, you know, I would have to – you know, Space Force has astronauts. I'm just saying – like yeah. talking about going different. I'm ready for that life. I'm ready to go to space. I think Speaking of which, dude, when are they going to have tap peas in space, dude? How cool would that be? It's going to be rad. No, dude, Communic- you're like, oh, oh, cool. Where do you drop bombs? Yeah. You're like, uh, in, in the, the Middle East, you're like, oh, oh, cool. Uh, I dropped a, a JDAM on your Uranus. Ha. Yeah. Get out of here. It's going to be dope. fucking Earther. Yeah, dude, and, that'd be fucking sick. Dude, you don't have to worry about line of sight in space. Like it's fucking yeah. everything. Yeah, you comms work. Can you imagine this? Works. Like, I want to change wait, my wait, answer. Who? Okay, change your answer. Apache pilot. Ooh, nice. We could nice. do it. I know how to fly helicopters, and you practically are a doctor. Dude, we make up the best team right there. I mean, I think you and I should should be an Apache crew. Yeah, I mean, what would we call ourselves? Hmm. Team Dick Pancake. <laughs> Dude, there, there are so many images running through my mind. I already that. have that logo made. Do you really? Yeah. I used, like to have a mouse, I used to have a mouse pad, and it was is Team Dick Pancake. Dude, that I was don't my- know why that just reminded me. But some kid in Sear, we got one kid removed because he uh, he had a rabbit and he like shaved it and dyed its skin and kept it in his uh, dorm room. And they caught him. Some fucking psychopath out there, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. Um, Killing wasn't enough. 
Okay, Fuck, next. Mary, kill Matt, Evan, and JT. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. One thousand percent. I'm fucking Matt. First off. Yeah. Um, I feel like Evan is so even keeled. I feel like I could be married to him. You know. Yeah, you probably should. And like me and you are pretty much the same person. There can only be yeah. one. So yeah, you got to get rid of one. Yeah, dude. There's it's nothing personal. It's just no. It's easy. We're too close. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing easy. But yeah, let Matt know I fuck him though. Okay, I will. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh God! You can only imagine the questions that you're getting in there. Uh, yeah, you know, he, the this guy's actually oh, got God. a good one. He's, he's, he just oh, wants yeah, to okay. know what what do you what do you actually carry every day? And he's asking that to both of us. Like concealed carry? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, dude, I'll I'll go for it right now. Um, my typical carry every day is pretty simple. It's just a Glock 17 in a T Rex arm sidecar with an extra mag. And then I carry a Microtech Halo knife because you never know when you're going to need a knife. And that, I'm not talking about fighting. I'm just talking about fucking need a knife all the time to cut shit open. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really it. Um, I'll be honest. Like, I know I should carry like a med kit, dude, but honestly, I don't because I'm just out and about on the town all the time and trying to move around. It's just like too much shit. So I just carry a gun yeah. and a knife. I, Cell phone, of course. I tried a Glock 19 for a long time. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I switched. I, I'm a single stack Glock 43. It's just more. How do you like it? I love the Glock 43. It's, it's, you, it's so what, small. I mean, you just put it in a pocket yeah. sometimes. Jesus Christ. What, what holster are you using for it? Uh, I have an Alpha Omega. Dude, you should try out some. I'll, I'll, hit, I'll hit you after. We'll get, I'm going to get some holster sent over to you to have you try some shit out. Okay. Yeah. Those Alpha Omega has made some fucking rad shit for me. He's, he's no, they are. They're, they're good guys too. So, uh, you know, sometimes different carry. You know, that being said, like it's also hot as fuck out there. Yeah. Uh, this one's this one's deep. Chapstick or whiskey? Ooh, oh god, dude, I hate having chaps chap lips. You know, like yeah, I, I would. I'm sorry, dude, but like, you ever have like really chap lips and you like every time you smile, like your lips crack? I'm take chapstick, dude. I mean, I God, I fucking love whiskey, but. I just can't when your skin's peeling up off your lips and you like you, yeah. you like trying to like eat it, dude. I'm like no, nah. yeah, no, no. Chapstick. Yeah. Um, do you agree that Ian from Forgotten Weapons is a gun genius? I mean, wasn't his dad like one of like the number one consultants on uh, History Channel? Like, who am I to argue? I, with I that? have no idea. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure his dad was like a big History Channel dude who like contributed there. I mean, I mean, based on his hairstyle and facial hair alone, like I can't I can't compete with that. You know. Yeah. That's this like a gun expert hey, facial hair. This one's tough. It is okay. Ooh, uh, from God. Chris. Okay. He's not gay. He's just from Atlanta. Is it's that like, like a statement? I, <laughs> or a question? All, that's all it says. I, agreed, uh, I guess. I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> when are you going to be on when are you going to be on Call of Duty? Dude, all right. So this is a bigger question. First off, how did Pararescue get into Call of Duty before us? I want to I want to bring up this sore point. First off, uh, I don't know. Probably somebody that's down there. I, I can I can probably probably Disney. Yeah, Rob Rob well, Disney. You, I mean, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Like the Pararescue dude they have in there 
he's got gear on from like 2008. Like what, what's going on over there? You know, that's what I don't get. So all my dudes who, all my, all my dudes who are PJs and stuff, they're always like picking that character. I'm like, yeah, nice helmet nerd. <laughs> I win. Even Just though- please <laughs> don't talk about being a tech P. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. God, these guys are going to hate us. Oh, dude. All the comments like, don't talk, don't let JT talk. Don't talk about being a tech P. Don't mention the schoolhouse. It's like, dude, it's all happened. Come on. Yeah. What, it's, what do you, you want, want to talk you want about? To, you want to know about, about your life. Okay. Well, you're, you're saying exclude, exclude your career. We don't want to hear about to, that. To be clear, we're not very interesting individuals. We don't have a lot to talk about. So you can't limit <laughs> us like that. God. Well, I would say you could go the opposite spectrum that we've done some really weird shit in the military. <laughs> And Dude. then, so we kind of made a lot of stories to talk about. It's very true. I'm, I'm going to agree with that right there. All right. What else do we have? Dude, the Call of Duty thing. I don't know. Would you be in Call of Duty if they asked you to? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, I would hope that they would make it funny. If, if they ask me and they're like, hey, who should be in it? I'll be like, anybody but JT. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, if if you don't say Matt first, because if you and Matt were actually characters, like you guys could put a massive dent in people utilizing those characters. Like the I, other I agree. I want. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. I don't move the needle. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, my my options are kind of limited for who I could be right now. You know, I mean, because I sure as fuck don't want to be a PJ. Yeah. True. I mean, yeah, I'm already, I want to be PJ. Uh, I'm kind of a character in there. That character that they have in there with the bandana and the sunglasses on. I mean, that's cool. That's you. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, that that is you. It is me. Just a little darker on the skin. Little darker, little more fit, couple tattoos. Oh, don't do that to yourself. I mean, a lot more fit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, you know, yeah, 1000%. If they ask me to be in Call of Duty, hell yeah, dude, why not? Cool. Yeah, well, who would say no to that? That's legacy. Who would say no to that? Dude, yeah. even if it's like season like 89 or 69, that would still be him. And then, and then like if the army's like giving you shit, you could just go, excuse me, I was in Call of Duty. I was like, I'm, in, I'm in Call of Duty. So, I'm in Call of Duty, bitch. <laughs> I'm in Call of Duty. So, yeah. I mean, that's a, I, dude, I'm loving the hairstyle right now. I, dude, this is the longest I've had it, I think, ever. It's looking good. Yeah, it's looking good. To my mouth. I'm loving it. I've, I've thought a lot about the Call of Duty thing. So answer to that question. There's a petition. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is there I, I signed it. A petition for what? For you to be in Call of Duty. Is it like on like uh, the government? What, Change, uh, the change.org. Change. No, it's change.org. It like, oh, change.org. What's that one where if you uh, have enough signatures, like the White House has to address it? Yeah. I don't remember what, what that one is. Is that gone now? That was a good time. Oh, I just saw another one for it the other day. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go sign it too. Yeah, you should. Sure. Okay. Hit me with, hit me with another one. I'm ready. That was a good one though. Yeah. I'm, I'm always, right, let me see what we got. I'm down with that. Okay. Probably there's a lot of nonsense going on there. What gun channel do you watch on YouTube? Dude, I don't I actually don't watch YouTube. I, dude, I'm so I'm on the computer so much editing. You know, dude, all the editing, all the media work. Like, I fucking hate having to like spend more time behind the screen than I need to because I spend too much already. 
Well, I mean, I already know, like, once the, once I have this episode to go out on the schedule, I've got to go download a bunch of your videos and start cutting together my, my trailer for you coming back. Oh God, it's going to be beautiful. There's some good cinematic footage in there. I should just, uh, I should just troll them all and just be like, do you want to listen to us talk about being attack B for an hour and a half? <laughs> do you want to hear JT talking over Todd Grantham the entire time? Tune in. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got to mess with them. We're going to do it. All right. What do you got over there? Dude, my biggest thing is that everyone needs to be a little bit nicer to each other. Or just understand reality and context. I think that's, I think context is a really, really good point. Have you, God, how many things have you seen recently where it's taken out of context? Everything is constantly, dude, constantly. Everything is contextual. I mean, most things are like, you know, you got to know the backstory and do people are so quick to want to react to what they're, what they see immediately. You know, like you, yeah. you see it on, on those news reports that go around where, you know, Trump said this or, uh, you yeah, know, this liberal Democrat said this. Bullshit, man. It's just a bunch of bullshit, dude. It is. It's uh, just, it's freaking awful, man. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, I just want, like, I want more, I, I want more kindness in the world. You know, I want people to, just be a little nicer, you know, that, that meme I released yesterday, you know, um, that I had made that there was, there was like this, this like comic, like a page, some guy draws comics and he's like a military guy, I guess. But it's the other day, like drew a comic about Matt and it just wasn't, it wasn't funny. There's like so many things that you could, that you could jokes that you could use like that are so easy. It was just like a, it was like, okay, all right, you know, here's what it's like to actually know how to do humor and, and make art. And so I made my nice. own. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's me. I just redid that, that meme where the guy's celebrating and then it shows oh, that he's yeah. third place. <laughs> so it's just Dude, how did me. you do that? Did you, did you draw that? Uh, did I, you I, that? Our, one, of, one of our graphic designers, I just show them what nice. to do and they do it. And dude, it's I was just, cracking yeah. up at that one. <laughs> it's just, it's I like, was, dude. I was cracking up, dude. Make it, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to take the time to make something, just make it fucking funny. You know, so much of the, so many of the memes nowadays, like they're just, they're, they're not even funny. So many of them are mean spirited and they're meant to incite controversy, you know? Yeah. Like, to piss people off. Like, yeah. I mean, it gets last reaction, year, people comment. Last year was like the, that was like the birth of these gun meme industry pages like and really it's just they all rip each other off they all say the same jokes you know it's like whatever dudes like still like you're doing this to try you're you're making fun of of gun industry influencers to get big enough to the point where you're paid money to do gun industry (laughs) as i cry into all my guns and ammo (laughs) cool yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a weird, weird world in the, in the social media sphere, man. I think that's all, I, all this is. So I've realized from this entire talk, that's my takeaway. When are you coming to visit? Because we, you know, we have our own range that you can, well, Evan found well, an 1150 yard shot recently. Ooh. Well, first off we need period, correct uniforms, civil war Two, we've got the hog hunt. Um, basically I'm just waiting on the government to tell me I can start traveling again. Cause we're going to, 
We ain't moving anywhere right now. Womp womp. I know. As soon as that dies down, dude, I'm out there. I am out there 1,000%. Now, that being said, I do have a, I do have a baby coming in uh, late July, actually. Mm, congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, I Good think night, in the comments, the, the audience needs to tell us if we're allowed to do podcasts together or not because we can't seem to get this right. I know. Like, I'm going completely off of them because they, they know – they know. They know what they like. They're going to listen to it, but they're not going to like it. And I hope. I hope know. they. I hope they do like this one. I hope I kept my mouth shut enough for them. You know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen is they're going to come out and be like, "Why did you guys talk about non-gun stuff for so long?" Yeah. But I mean, dude, there's so much to life beyond guns. So yeah. much. That's just a so much. thing. You know, it's just like a thing. I love guns, dude. But it's like, dude, there's a lot to life. You gotta gotta experience it you know don't limit yourself uh, should we should we if we bring it back to guns what's the greatest fucking sidearm in the history of sidearms ever yes a suppressed mark 23 with a lamb unit there is no contest a flintlock pistol with a suppressor on it with that's a good idea that you can smoke <laughs> so when it goes off it like aerializes the crack yeah Ooh, i'm in we should do that's actually i mean i can't do it but like no crack's illegal you can't do that yeah, no, no, no. I think crack no. is still illegal. Uh, comment in the <laughs> comments if crack's still illegal. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Let us I know if the government, still illegal. I wonder if the government would let us uh, like try that out. Maybe we put some crack in like gunpowder and then you shoot it like suppress so it has a blowback. And we see, uh, you know, I'm sure the CIA has already done that or something. Some, somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Whoa. This has been a f- this has been a good one to me. This was a good one. I don't. We're not going to know. I like this. I had fun. I did too. Like I enjoyed I this. Fun. But yeah. then again, I don't have to listen to it, so I, no. my opinion doesn't matter. Mine either. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do this again, dude. Let's do this again. Anytime. Now that now we have a setup. I mean, you're you're going to get a laptop this week, though. That's going to give you a better oh, camera. I, fine, fine, fine. Got it. <laughs> I mean, or you could get that piece that would let you link one of your cameras so you can look like this. Yeah, I do need to do that. You know, I need to step up my, uh, is a measure. You, you give us some backgrounds. Oh. Like what happened with you, with your backgrounds? Oh, oh yes. I've got yeah. some saved up actually. Um, <laughs> so let me know which one you like the most. I've got, this is my favorite one. <laughs> this is my favorite one so far. Uh, I think I'm excited for that, for that, for that movie to come out and you see it. Oh, I, dude, I'm really excited for that stuff. Dude, speaking of which, I didn't mean to bring up a guy who does something similar, but have you watched any of the stuff from uh, that TV? Yeah, have you? I'm in a lot of it. Yeah, dude, I, you were in there as a as a as a JTAC as a TAC B. Yeah, and the drunken about or, that for a second. Uh, you're talking about uh, Grunt's life. Yeah, Grunt's life. Yeah. That was awesome. That was hilarious. That is, a, I love the stuff they put out too, dude. That stuff cracks me up. I'm actually supposed to call Donnie when I'm done with you. So, oh, are you really? I forgot, dude. Me, and, me, and Donnie is like a better looking, fitter version of me, except like 40 years older. What is he really that old? Oh yeah, dude. Johnny's like almost 60. No, he's not. You're fucking with me yeah. right now, dude. You've never seen him in person without the makeup and the and the eye like stuff that like pulls well, it back. Yeah. To be I think clear, he turns sixty. Marines age in dog years. <laughs> well, in that case, Donnie's one hundred and fourteen. 
<laughs> but well, tell Donnie hi, and then uh, I, I should. I, you know, I was actually talked to him about being in one of the shows, and they were down. But I realized I'd probably lose my commission if I was in one of their shows while I was actually. Yeah, TV. you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wait on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna, have to, you, I'm gonna have to. In the guard. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Well, dude, it's been a hell of a time, man. I've enjoyed this. This was awesome. Thank you. Uh, you, hope bro. you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. We'll do this again. And then of course we'll post and ask for you guys' questions on what you want us to, to talk about and we will get there for you. Hell yeah. Can't wait. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is free range American with our guest, Grantham. Thank you. 